up cousins and welcome back to another episode of I Just Be Talking. I'm your host Amber P and this is the podcast where we talk about it all because I have a lot to say. Before we jump in, if you haven't already, go ahead and hit that follow button so that you're notified whenever I drop a new episode. Also, do me a really, really big favor, rate and leave a review of this podcast. It helps platforms like Apple know that, hey, yeah, this is something we should suggest and it helps this podcast grow organically. So today is World Mental Health Day. I'm actually recording this episode on World Mental Health Day, which fell on a Sunday this year. My current upload schedule is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, so you won't hear this episode before the day has passed. But as an advocate of mental health and the nature of today's conversation, I think this episode is going to be very timely. There is this familiar saying that I always see floating around. When a person shows you who they are, believe them. Traditionally, the concept usually used or referenced in regards to someone letting you down or showing their true, you know, arc villain, that is what people are usually referencing when they talk about that statement. It references those little red flags that creep up on us when we're first getting to know people, usually around the time when their, you know, representative is falling away and you're getting to see people in certain settings. Most of my listeners are grown and sexy, you know, people of a certain age. So time and wisdom leads me to believe that you know exactly what I'm talking about. Men, of course, deal with this too, but especially my ladies. I feel like every woman who has been in a serious relationship has had at least one experience where, you know, you thought you could love someone out of their trauma or their bad behavior. You found those little red flags and you ignored them as one-offs when they were continuously adding up into that one egregious thing happened. The straw that broke the proverbial camel back then you're like you know what I'm shocked (laughs) but not even really shocked I'm hurt because when I really go back and think about it you've been giving me clues that this is exactly who you were all along and if I am by myself I know I have experienced that so what Oprah was referencing when I believe she referenced it is that you can save yourself a lot of pain and wasted patience in the long run if you stop looking at red flags through rose colored glasses and accept that some people just ain't shit like they showed you. It may be difficult to understand, but you gotta accept it. And you know, they're just gonna keep hurting you because that is who they are. There is no changing. So that is the reference most people are familiar with, Um, but you guys know me and you know this podcast and my life, in fact, has always had the running theme of grace. I have been given so much grace in my life, y'all. Sometimes I just have to stop and thank God because he continuously calls me worthy when often I know I don't deserve and I just really have to pause there. And so with us entering in what is often known as sad season and knowing who I am and my story of grace for this podcast, I actually want to talk about the opposite end of that. I want to talk about extending grace to those in our lives who have already shown us who they are and why they deserve it. So what is sad season? S-A-D 
or SAD for short, is what is known as seasonal affective disorder. And it affects more than 3 million people per year and unfortunately is becoming more and more common, not only with social media, but um, even on a bigger spike this year with the rise of the pandemic. SAD is a type of depression that is related to the changes in seasons. SAD begins and ends at the same times every year. And if you are like most people with SAD, your symptoms start in the fall and continue through the winter months, sapping your energy, making you feel moody. I want to give you guys a few signs and symptoms of SAD because this may be someone's very first time even being aware that this is a thing. And this is something that I'm very transparent with knowing that I deal with. So I want to give people the tools to possibly deal with it themselves. So signs and symptoms of SAD may include feeling depressed most of the day, nearly every day, losing interest in activities you once enjoyed, having low energy, having problems sleeping, experiencing changes in your appetite or weight, feeling sluggish or agitated, having difficulty concentrating, feeling hopeless, worthless, or guilty. When I just said, God, God alone makes you worthy. Having frequent thoughts or death or suicide. Fall and winter sad is like specific symptoms when the winter is the onset of sad, which is usually what happens to me. And symptoms of winter depression can also include oversleeping, appetite changes, usually a craving for foods high in carbohydrates, weight gain, tiredness, or low energy. And also, like I just mentioned, SAD can also occur less frequently, but it also can occur in the spring and summer. And so some summer onset SAD symptoms can include trouble sleeping, poor appetite, weight loss, and agitation or anxiety. So that is a big one. So why is all this important? Why did I take the time to actually list out those symptoms? And why do I want to talk about SAD? Because the same way we've been using that phrase, when someone shows you who they are, believe them to protect ourselves from trying to change a person who is continuously being toxic towards us. This also applies to people in our lives who have shown us nothing but love, who we need to give grace to during this season. Almost everyone you know is dealing with battles that you have no idea about. Yes, even your closest friends. Yes, even your family. Yes, even your spouse. No matter how well you know someone, there is always something you do not know. Something that they are dealing with that is only between them and their creator. And it is in those things you have to show grace for because you know you have things of your own. More specifically, just like I mentioned, over 3 million people this year will be hit with seasonal affective disorder through no fault of their own. And while more and more resources are becoming available to help people cope through that, the best help during this process, I personally believe, is that people dealing with seasonal depression didn't have to worry about dealing with their personal anxieties, plus having to deal with the anxiety or worry about you. Worried that you are going to feel hurt, offended, or upset because you don't know that they are going through something that has nothing to do with you. 
some of the realest moments I have had with my therapist in the last two years have been moments that she had to remind me that whatever I was projecting in that moment really wasn't even about me even though I was perceiving it that way. And that is a big, 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 big point of, I would say, character building that empaths have to learn. I'm an empath, which means I easily pick up on and actually feel the energy, emotions, and actions of others. Empaths literally bring those emotions into themselves. This is a good trait when it's time to be there for someone, but it can also lead you into misinterpreting feelings at times as well. And that is something I feel like a lot of people don't talk about. You're always thinking about how something would make you feel when it's not about you. You have to be very cognizant to remember that if someone normally is very reachable, reliable, and sociable, and they suddenly start to withdraw from you at this time, of course, of course, check in and see if there is anything in any way you can be support. But please, please do not take it personal if all they need is time to get through this season. For many people affected with SAD, they are doing the best that they can just to get through the season. Worrying about coddling your feelings is low on the totem pole of priorities. And that sounds harsh, but you know your cousin got to give it to you like it is. And like I said, this is not an excuse to let someone treat you poorly. This is not an excuse to tolerate toxic traits. So you just have to use your best judgment when deciding what relationships are worth nurturing, patience, and understanding with. Because like I always say, your resume is your best reference. And if someone has shown you nothing but love, love them through this season. That is where I'm going to end this episode, cousins. Take it, think about it, or better yet, talk about it. Till next time.